Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Inkwell Gamers podcast. Today for our 15th episode, we are going to have a lot of fun talking about a little bit of everything. We have had some pretty exciting things happen over the past few weeks, so we wanted to make this episode a smorgasbord, if you will, of um, everything that we had going on. And then we'll start with the nitty gritty later this week in our second episode, talking about Rise of the Floodborne. But for right now, are you ready to get started, Dalton? Yes, I am. Let's get to it. Okay. So the first thing I want to talk about is a trip we recently took. Yeah, we went to Disney World. It was awesome. Yeah, and it was your first time going. Our first time together as a couple, but your first time all together. So walk me through how that trip was for you. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. It honestly wasn't as busy as I initially thought it was like it was obviously still busy a Mm -hmm. ton of people there but it wasn't as busy as I thought it was going to be probably just because it's in the middle of November or at the beginning of November I should say but yeah it was it was a great time we hit all the parks did a ton of walk-in got our exercise in that's for sure yeah so we also went to Universal the day before. So basically, we did both of those and then did all of the Disney parks. So we did six parks in three days. Yeah, we were we were moving. <laughs> we were moving. It was exhausting. I think we added up all of our steps uh, cumulatively, and we had like a combined 130,000 or something like that. It was... Our feet were hurting. Yeah, over over a three-day span, it was it was wild. But I think it was because we knew that trip was going to be short and we wanted to make the the most out of it. So we we hit the ground running. <laughs> Absolutely. And I'd do it again. Just yeah, the same. For sure. So since this was your first time, I want to know, what was your favorite park? My favorite park? So I think my favorite park was Epcot because... I really liked the Chevy test track. I thought that was a really cool thing. And just seeing how they did all the different countries was really cool as well. I also liked Animal Kingdom. That actually, you know what, that might have been my favorite because I think they had the best actual like ride that we got to go on with the Avatar ride. Uh, So that was really cool. And the Safari was awesome as well. But yeah, I think it's, I think it was those two. If we went again, I would like to spend more time in Epcot, just going around to the different countries and, you know, eating and drinking and just checking all the stuff out. Right. Yeah. I think I definitely want to spend more time in Epcot next time too, just taking it a little bit more of a slower pace. And like you said, going around the world and eating and and all that. But I was a little upset because... I knew what some of the rides at the Disney parks were, and I knew that you would have really enjoyed to ride them, but we unfortunately just had the worst luck getting, because we are like thrill seekers. We love the coasters. We don't like coasters that aren't thrilling. (laughs) 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 And unfortunately, we just had the worst luck. So we had no idea about the whole virtual queue with the Tron ride. And and that one looked a lot of fun. Oh my gosh, that <laughs> looked, looked like so fun. much fun. And Space Mountain was down as well. Mm-hmm. 
And then... Right before we were getting ready to go on it, they're like, oh, it's down. Yes, <laughs> right. And then at Hollywood Studios, we did get to go on the Aerosmith coaster, so that was fun. But Tower of Terror was down. And then for Guardians of the Galaxy, the virtual queue as well, I just feel like, unfortunately, I just don't think they do the virtual queue well for people who have park hopping passes. Because if you have a park hopper, you can't get into the park until 2 p.m., the virtual queues only open up at like 7 a.m. and then 1 p.m. And you have to physically be in the park to join the virtual queue. And so if you're a park hopper, you can't get there till 2. And then you can't join the virtual queue till 2. And so that's unfortunately what happened to us with Guardians of the Galaxy. We were looking so forward to that. We wore our Marvel shirts. Like we were, we were ready for that day. But since we chose to do Epcot second because we wanted to have dinner in Epcot... We just kind of screwed ourselves over. And so I feel really bad because I, I know how much you have fun with coasters. And I feel like I could have planned the trip better for you. Um, um, there, there was no way to know, you know. Right. It was very unexpected how they did that, which I'm not even sure why, why they would do it like that. Unless it's literally just a money grab, which is kind of frustrating. But uh, the rest of the trip was awesome. It so was. I, I'm not going to complain about it. We had some pretty cool moments. Um, I know that the other night we chose to have dinner at Magic Kingdom because we got reservations to be our guest. And so that was really cool to be able to eat there. And as we were waiting for a reservation, we just happened to stumble upon people starting to shuffle in to wait for the fireworks show at the castle. And yeah, we happily ever after. Yeah. And we got pretty close. And so it was kind of like, well, we could do this before because our reservation was kind of late. But I had been to Disney a couple of times before, but I've never watched that and stayed for the fireworks show. Mm-hmm. And so that was my first time seeing it with you. And I got a little choked up and I didn't think I was going to be. As they went through so many of the different Disney movies and put the characters on the castle and then they just had like inspirational scenes where they're saying just, you know, their powerful lines. It kind of hit home to see all of the characters throughout the years that Walt had created and then his legacy afterwards and how many movies and stories they brought to life and just like the magic that they've given multiple generations over the past hundred years. Just thinking about it from that perspective kind of got me a little choked up. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah, that was, I feel like as you get older, this is my first time, so I didn't expect there to be like a lot of magic necessarily, mm -hmm. you know, but that was a moment where you could kind of feel it. I felt like it yeah. was, it was a really cool thing that they did. I'm not even someone that really likes fireworks or anything like that too much, but I was really impressed at the, the display. Yeah. And can we just take a brief moment to talk about how cool it was that they had Tinkerbell fly out of the castle and it was just so cool hey i called that you called it because you could you could see the line yeah and you're like someone's gonna fly down that i'm like no way no way and, and then all of a sudden she, she flies out i was like oh they actually did okay yeah it was cool it was cool but i will have to agree with you in that i think my favorite park was animal kingdom as well 
we went in the morning and when we got there, the safari was the first thing that we did. And so the animals were actually out and pretty active. And at one point the giraffe was just right at our vehicle. Like it could literally just reach down and lick us or whatever. And then the lions were out too and the female was roaring and it was just it resonating. It was really cool. Like you were within like several yards and she's just roaring at us. Like you could tell that she was mad. And then her partner came out and was, you could, I feel like, and the story in my head, like he was calming her down. Like they're fine. They're fine. (laughs) Just relax. They're not going to hurt you. Yeah. She was getting worked up, but, and then, uh, Dole Whip we tried. Dole Whip. That was, this was my first experience with Dole Whip. It was pretty good. It was so freaking good. Um, yeah, I hadn't had it before either. So I feel like even though this wasn't my first time with Disney, I did a, I, I did a lot of firsts with you. And so it was kind of cool that we both got to experience that together. But yeah, it was really good. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And then maybe my favorite part, we had to be our guest. Yes. Tell us about that. Oh, that was bomb. Was. I got the filet. I got escargot, which I know you don't like escargot. You've had it once before on our honeymoon and you didn't like it. But I was like, you know what? I'll have it this time. Um, and then the gray stuff is, in fact, delicious. <laughs> it is it is very good. So yeah. stuffed. Yeah. I had a steak, too. It was, it was amazing. Yeah. It was pretty good. Pretty good. But all in all, um, what do you think you would maybe want to do differently next time that we go? Oh, well, the easy answer is that I want to make sure that we ride all the rides that we couldn't ride this time. Mm -hmm. And then, like I said a little bit earlier, just try to experience Epcot for for what it really is. Yeah. I mean, we did end up eating there, but I, I just want to try all the different, all the different things there. Yeah, for sure. So maybe because Tron and Guardians are both at the parks that we did in the PM, even if we do park hopping, we'll just make sure both of those are the AM, and that way we can do the virtual queue. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I do not want to miss out on those next time. Yeah, for sure. Anything else you'd like to talk about with our Disney trip? No, it it was a blast. I wasn't really sure what to expect being an adult and going there for the first time, but... I think it definitely lived up to the expectations I had built for it in my head. Yeah, you can definitely tell that when you go, like, you get your, like, because everybody knows Disney's expensive, but they do a good job at making it really high quality. Like, it's very, yeah, it's just, it's so good. Cool. All right, and then when we got back from Disney, we didn't relax. (laughs) We 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 did not. We were still on the go. (laughs) We just rolled right into a tournament that weekend. Yeah, we did. So, yeah, we drove two hours to a to a tournament, and I was really excited about it because it was advertised as a 3K tournament. The first place person was going to get a D23 Brave Little Taylor, and then second place was supposed to get like $600, and a lot of this stuff was kind of contingent on how many people showed up, but... Sadly, the tournament just did not live up to the hype. (laughs) It didn't, unfortunately. There were a lot of things that went wrong. And some of it was in the TO's control. Some of it was not. For one, the tournament started two hours late. I know that they were having issues with the software that they were using. So I get that. But I feel like it got a lot of 
people off on the wrong foot mentality wise but two hours is a long time to to start on a Sunday two hours late yeah and it was a Sunday too and there were a lot of people that came even farther from us I know that we saw some people that we previously met who were from another state and it was like a four or five hour drive for them and so there were a lot of people coming from far places that unfortunately it, it just didn't live up to the hype I know I, I played one person from Chicago which is a pretty good distance away from where we were and it was like the fourth round he's like if I lose, I don't even care. I just get to go home. <laughs> like, but, he, but he was like someone that was definitely a competitive person. So yeah, that's just kind of shows how the tournament was. For sure. And like I said, there were things that were within their control and things that I think were not. But yeah, I don't, I don't want to d- dwell on it too much because honestly, I feel like I don't know. I don't want to dig too deep into it. Mm -hmm. And especially for me personally, I don't want to talk too much about it because I just can't recall a lot of my actual games due to my overall experience not being the greatest. So because there were outside factors that kind of hindered my remembrance of it. So I don't know if you, I, I do have points I want to say, but I don't know if you want to talk about anything in particular about your experience uh yeah i wish i maybe brought a different version of my deck i liked a lot of what my deck was doing but it just seemed like there was one matchup that i played against that it was like a steel song deck but without a whole new world it was more controlling higher curve and it just seemed like my ruby amber deck could just never beat that I was playing aerials, and the aerials, spectacular singers were really bad in my deck. They're they're just a lot, probably like an eight cards that I probably could have changed that would have made made the difference in top eighteen for me. I fell one one game short at four and two, one match short, I should say, at four and two. But I did have a lot of good games, and the people I played against were pretty cool, for real. I didn't have the same experience as Dana in this case. The The people I played against were really nice, and yeah, it was, it was just a, yeah, they were pleasant. <laughs> it was an enjoyable experience. Um, but Dana, you did not have that experience, unfortunately, with everyone. So why don't you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, so I know that I haven't done a lot of competitive events, and some people kind of warn you that... Some players get a little, they get a certain way. But I was really fortunate where the first two tournaments I competed in, I had all really great competitors. And it was like your experience. I mean, it was was awesome. And I feel like because of that, I was able to just remember how my games went. Unfortunately, I feel like this was, yeah, this was the first tournament where I might not have had the best experience with opponents every game. I did have a couple that were great, but there were... There were others that just, it was a little rough. I think the main one that really struck and upsets me the most is I had someone who mansplained to me. And I know that mansplaining to females in TCGs is a common occurrence. And I was mentally prepared for that because the mansplaining will often come with actual mechanics and gameplay. I know our friends at Live, Laugh, Lorcana, those are two sisters, and they've talked about that in their podcast too. But I luckily, up until that point, hadn't had anybody that did that to me. 
But this mansplaining didn't even come from actual gameplay. It came from shuffling, which I think just makes it much yeah, more it worse. It's, it's like the, the worst. The simplest. You're not part even of the trying game, to help. You know? <laughs> so basically, I was. I will say yes. I am not a longtime competitor. However, I've been around you. I've been around all of your friends. You guys have been playing since your preteens. I have also been a spectator and have watched videos as well. And I can say I shuffle like every single person I've ever seen shuffle. (laughs) (laughs) Like I might not personally be a competitor for a very long time, but I shuffle like literally the majority of the, the population does. Put it in your hand. You face it towards you and you just kind of grab and go. I don't know. You kind of knead it in with your hands, right? I don't even know how to describe it verbally, but the most common type, that's how I do it. (laughs) We'll just leave it at that. Um, Now, I understand that other people can shuffle differently to each their own. I'm not knocking anybody who shuffles different, but don't tell me I am shuffling wrong (laughs) because it's not how you do it. So... My opponent was an excessive shuffler himself. They did the pile shuffle and then they kept it in two piles, kept it on the table, and then they kind of shuffled them into one another on the table. That's fine. And did several times, by the way. But then when we went to cut after the initial shuffle, he makes a comment to me and says, make sure you keep it flat on the table. (laughs) And I'm like, okay. (laughs) Because I'm thinking, that's how you cut. I just pick it up. <laughs> I just flop him, right? Yeah, he, he thinks you're going to just, like, take a peek to see what he's playing I don't, against. No, I don't even know, right? <laughs> so that comment, I was, it was like, okay. Um, I just kind of brush it off. And then he cuts mine in several piles, but then also does the same thing. He, like, has the two piles and then shuffles my deck in and does it several times. So not only is he cutting, but he's cutting and shuffling my deck after he already saw me shuffling my deck, right? And then he cuts mine and I then we draw our hand, I mulligan, and I start shuffling my hand after I mulliganed. And he goes, I'm not going to look, like I'm not looking or anything, but don't point them at me. <laughs> and I'm like, now mind you, how I, when I hold it in my hand, I have the cards facing towards me. And I even have them maybe facing a little bit towards the side, like my elbow. So they're like down in a way. So, cause I don't want anybody to think I'm watching my cards, but nonetheless, it's point, I'm having them facing towards my body. So at this point I was like, um, I could tell people then turned their heads around us and were watching us. Like, cause I, that was just, I don't know. And I was like, I wasn't flashing them at you. And he goes, I know, but I'm just letting you know to not. I was like, what? <laughs> I, I know to not. Right, I know to not. I'm not an idiot. So, yeah, so then I'm, I I shuffle and everything, and then we cut again after a mulligan, and then he does the whole thing. Multiple cuts, multiple shuffles on my own. I'm like, oh, my God, can we just start, please? But I get that you want to do your own shuffle, and you want to be thorough. But don't mansplain to someone how else, like someone else how to shuffle, because I think... The whole thing just put a bad taste in my mouth. And if you're listening, don't ever do that. <laughs> like, it's enough to to do it differently. But I, I just, I don't know. That's just something that's so little and so insignificant and petty. Like, you really want to correct someone on how to shuffle. Like, who yeah. literally does it like everybody <clears throat> else in that tournament. Like, 
it could have been my very first tournament. It obviously wasn't, but it could have been. But no one said that to me or anyone around me, mm-hmm. you know. I even, I think, played next to that person that you played against once. And he didn't say anything to the person he was playing against. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's it's wild. I I was shocked. Like I said, after the first comment, I was like, what? But then after the second comment, I'm like, oh, he's mansplaining to me right now. Like, oh, that's that's what we're doing. But yeah, so that was just that was just a little sliver of the overall day. And in all honesty, I, I I'm sad that I can't even recall a lot of my matches because I just it was it's clouded, right? Mm-hmm. There was a, <laughs> a lot wrong with the tournament. Like Dana said before, wasn't all the TOs full, but it just wasn't good. And yeah, I even went four and two. I performed reasonably right. well. I got like twelfth or something. Yeah, and out of like <laughs> out of close to seventy people, yeah, and you got people. you got probably around twelfth. And I ended three and three, so I I think I was with at least within the top twenty five, which I'm pretty proud of, but. Yeah, like, but the fact that we're walking away with kind of still being upset is kind of sucks, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. You live and you learn and you move on. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Gosh. Uh, Hopefully, hopefully the T.O. learned a little bit. Yeah, and I hope that it... He seemed like a nice guy, but... Yeah, he seemed really nice. This was his first tournament. I don't know if he had any experience assisting other people, but I think the big thing was just an inexperience of how to run a tournament, which which sucked. But, you know, I, I hope that it doesn't prevent those players from coming to maybe another tournament of that area that is possibly ran by someone else. Like, I hope it doesn't taint the area. You know, I don't, there was a lot of talk that it might, but I don't think it will as long as it seems like someone reasonably reputable is putting on the tournament. Mm-hmm. Right. Correct. But yeah, we don't, we don't have to talk about that too much more. Yeah, we'll, we'll end, we'll end that part. All right. So moving on to our very last thing that we wanted to talk about today. We wanted to do, I know that we're a little late to the party, but a little D100 homage because we wouldn't have this game without the IP itself, right? And there's just been a lot of D100 things that have come out the past couple months. And I don't know, we wanted to do a little fun exercise at the end, exercise game, whatever, where we'll go through some of the old classic Disney movies. But first, before we get into that part, I wanted to just briefly talk about the D100 short on Disney+. Plus. We watched it. Mm -hmm. And again, I just, I wanted to take a moment to talk about it because I felt like I shouldn't have been so emotional from it, (laughs) but I was. It, It brought tears to my eyes because they poured in so many characters and it gives you a sense of awe to think about how many people had been involved in all of those masterpieces throughout the years from animators to voice actors, and without them, Disney wouldn't be what it is today. And it kind of gave me this feeling of like, by the characters coming together and having old to new interacting with one another, like a passing of the torch type of thing. In the very end of it, when they have all of the characters line up for their photos, someone else had pointed this out, so this isn't, I'm not going to take credit for this, but someone noted how 
they had the newest princess from the new movie Wish standing right next to Snow White, who was the very first princess. And you know Disney doesn't do things willy-nilly. It's not an accident. It's not an accident. They're doing it diligently and for a purpose. And it's you have the very first princess and the most recent princess standing next to each other. And I don't know, just... No, and I knew that detail going into watching it. I saw someone say something about it online, so I was looking for it. And so it didn't surprise me. But seeing it, man, I cried a little bit. <laughs> yeah, it was a very well done short. Yes. It was very well done. It was beautiful. Yeah, that's... <laughs> <laughs> Speechless, yeah. right? Speechless, yeah. <laughs> um, so with that being said, I wanted to do a fun little game with you. So I wanted us to go through some of the old classic Disney movies that I know you and I have both seen because there might be one or two in there where only one of us has seen but I chose ones that we both have seen and I thought we could go through and rank them on either a scale of one to five or like a school grading scale and I stopped right before the 90s because you and I have talked about how the 1990s for Disney it was like their renaissance Like, every movie on that list in the 90s, I know for a fact we would give the highest score for, so it was almost, like, not even worth it to to go through that. Sure. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. I think I ended up with about 13. Do you have a preference for whether you want to do a number or a, a school grading? Let's just do, like, a high school grading scale. Okay. All right. So... I know you haven't seen Snow White, so I left that one off. Mm -hmm. The next one down would be Pinocchio. Now, I know you and I have watched this a couple months ago. What's yours? Um, I didn't think it was bad or anything, but it just didn't really blow me away either. I would probably give it a C plus or a B minus. It... It was, it was decent. It just, I don't think it'd be at the top of my list anywhere. Mm-hmm. Which is a little surprising for me because you really like to rank movies based on how much of an adventure a character goes on. Mm-hmm. And he goes on one wild he adventure. He does. He does. He does go on a wild adventure, but there's just more to it than, than that. Right. I would give Pinocchio a C, <laughs> just a flat C, because... It scared the crap out of me as a kid. (laughs) I don't know. It was creepy. Um, Especially the whole point with the... I'm drawing a blank on what it's called. But like the... Like the amusement park that they draw the little boys to, that mm-hmm. creeped the F out of me. Yeah, <laughs> so for sure. I think that in itself is what just bumps it down. Otherwise, I would say it would be a solid B for me. Yeah, scary things aren't your, your go-to. <laughs> it's not, no. All right, <clears throat> moving on. Alice in Wonderland. I'll give this one a B. This one is trippy, but it's fun. Yeah. Very uh, trippy. <laughs> I am just going to default to an A. Because anybody who knows me knows it's probably one of my top twos. I have Alice stickers on my water bottle. I have an Alice cup. I love Alice so much. You do love Alice. She's my favorite Disney character. Um, A. Mm -hmm. A plus. (laughs) Peter Pan. Oh, I think I will give Peter Pan a B plus. Mm Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's definitely an adventure it's fun 
good versus evil, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I like Peter Pan. That one's fun. I think I would give it an A-. minus. I think it's really good. It is also one of my top two or three. And I'm only giving it an A- minus because there have been convos resurfacing about just maybe the cultural appropriation of the Indians. So I feel like I want to at least acknowledge that. There are some things that didn't age well. It does. Yeah, it does not age well. So even though it's a great movie, great story, how they went about that didn't age well. So A minus. All right. Sleeping Beauty. Oh, I'll probably get killed for this one. I'm going to give it like a C minus. Or... <laughs> oh my gosh, that is not as bad as I thought you would give it. Well, I'm scared to give it the a D. <laughs> <laughs> oh my I, gosh. I did not care for this one very much. Uh, I thought it was kind of boring. The main character spends most of their time sleeping in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it's about <laughs> well they, they should have named it something different because i don't i don't want my main character sleeping the whole time <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> that's what the whole movie's about yeah well they should have had a better plot <laughs> but it's the all the other characters with within it like yeah, surrounding it, it. The, the, oh it. my gosh um <laughs> Uh, B, B to B plus for me. You'll notice that these older movies just don't hit for me. There's, they're just not as good and that's okay. Oh my gosh. We're going to fight over this after this podcast ends. Yeah. I, I think it was still really good. It was one of the ones I watched over and over again as a child. So I definitely have this draw of nostalgia to it. I recognize that the main character barely speaks but i still think it's it still holds a little bit of nostalgia for me so yeah just because something's nostalgic doesn't mean it's good oh my gosh yeah we're definitely gonna fight after this episode (laughs) (laughs) 101 dalmatians i'm gonna give this one like a b plus just because i love dogs (laughs) (laughs) the baseline the baseline there's dogs i it was pretty good it was fun i think corella is a good villain uh, and dogs are awesome. Yeah. B plus for me too. I also was scared of this movie as a child because at the end when she goes crazy and is driving like a mad woman and her eyes are all red, that always scared me as a child. Mm-hmm. But as an adult, I'm still going to probably rank it there because we ro- we watched it most recently and I didn't like that there wasn't really a conclusion for her for the repercussions for the aftermath so i want i wished that there were to have been some sort of conclusion where you see her getting thrown in jail or something but they didn't give that to me so i feel like i'm gonna have to bump it to like a b plus i get you all right sword in the stone sword in the stone uh merlin is awesome uh, he's a really fun character. I kind of like this one. Even though it was definitely older, I kind of like this one. Uh, I'll give it a B. See, I'm surprised that you didn't give it higher because you randomly walk around the house and you go, Hingitus, Pingitus, Mingitus. <laughs> I know. That, that part does stick with me. But yeah, I'll give it a B, B plus, somewhere in there. I don't like. I don't think it's as good as like Peter Pan. Mm-hmm. Um, A minus. Mm-hmm. 
I always really enjoyed the dueling scene with him and Madame Mim and how they just kept changing forms. And I just really enjoyed that. But um, I don't think, aside from the dueling with them, that the rest of the movie really compels me. And so... Yeah, I get that. A minus. I get that. All right. Jungle Buck. This one, I want to give it A. This mm-hmm. one's a good one. Animals are awesome. And... Yeah, there's there's definitely a, a a big adventure in the jungle, so yeah, I like it. Solid A. It's mm-hmm. it's good, and I'm really excited that we're gonna start to see cards in set two from the Jungle Book. So I'm here for it. Yeah, Shere Khan's awesome. I loved how they made the vultures kind of represent like the beetles. I've mm-hmm. always loved that. Yeah, pretty good. Yeah, there's. King Louie. So King Louie's awesome. <laughs> There's so many good just individual characters in the movie. Yeah, for sure. Robin Hood. Robin Hood. I'm going to give that one a B also. I think it's solid. It doesn't really blow me away. Uh, blow me away. I think if Prince John was a more interesting character, as far as being a villain goes, I would have liked it more, but he's just... I mean, that's what Robin Hood's about, right? He's just like this greedy dude and Robin Hood tries to steal from him. But yeah, I like it's a good movie, but I just wish there was a more exciting villain. Yeah, I gave it a, I'm going to give it a C, but for the same reasons. I just feel like Prince John just doesn't really, he's just not a, a cool villain. Like yeah, there are some movies me. where the villain is so cool. You're like, dang. Yeah. I respect that. I actually like them more than maybe their other characters. Yeah, there's there's plenty of movies like that, but this is not one. No, not <laughs> one. Uh, the Rescuers. The Rescuers. We also watched this one very recently. Mm-hmm. In fact, just the other day. Yeah, <laughs> last night. <laughs> um, this one was good. I was not really sure what to expect because, again, it's older, and I know a lot of people, like, I feel like all the talk is... On The Rescuers Down Under. Oh, I love The Rescuers Down Under. But I still thought this one was pretty good. I'm going to give it uh, a B. Mm-hmm. Um, B plus. I think, I don't know, the music at times was too lullaby-y for me. Mm. And so I found myself, like the same music that they have at the beginning credits was the sad one in the middle of the movie. And... I felt myself almost kind of falling asleep. So we mm. had to pause it, make some popcorn and stuff. And so I think it was a little, the music was a little dull for me. I get you. I get yeah. you. All right. <laughs> the Black Cauldron. <laughs> the Black Cauldron. The Black Cauldron is a D minus. <laughs> That's <laughs> this, kind. <laughs> <laughs> this one was not very good. I did not like the story. I... <laughs> There's some magical pig that the the big baddies trying to get, and I don't I don't know. <laughs> I honestly forgot what this movie was about because I just pushed it so far out of my brain. <laughs> That's just how unrememberable it was. <laughs> yeah. So we both watched it for the first time together a couple months ago, and we only watched it because. We also are really big into villainous, and the Horned King is one of the villains. And so we were like, you know what? We feel like we should watch it just to get his story, get a feel for the kind of movie it was. So, I don't know, it might be more fun to play him in villainous. And then I think we it, we both ended 
with the movie and looked at each other like, well, <laughs> no, would, never watching that one never again. Never watching that one again. Uh, you were nice. I, I would give it an F. I, I did not like it. Yeah, I get you. <laughs> the Great Mouse Detective. This one was good. I'll give this one an A. This one was a, a lot of fun, I thought. I I think we watched this one with this year. It was my first time seeing it. Yes. Uh, but, yeah, it was really entertaining. Mm-hmm. This one is an A-plus for me. It is one I habitually watched as a child over and over and over again. I loved it so much. It is, if you had listened to, like, our first welcome in our episode I said this was the most underrated Disney movie of all time in my opinion Mm -hmm. and I still feel like that it does not get as much credit as I think it deserves it's so good and again I'm extremely ecstatic that we're getting cards in set two for it because I freaking love this movie so much yeah (laughs) I love it so much yeah a plus for me all right two more two more Oliver and Co Oliver and Company this I'm pretty sure was my most underrated Disney movie. What? This is the one on this list that I have the most nostalgia for. I think we owned two Disney movies as I was growing up, and it was this and a Goofy movie. So, yeah, this was like my comfort movie if I just wanted to put something on. And I absolutely adore this movie. It's an A-plus for me. It might not be objectively the best and I can recognize that, but the nostalgia just really hits home for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love animals, Dodger and Oliver and Francis. Uh, all these <laughs> characters are just so good and so much fun. Uh, Dodger's the coolest. This is an A-plus for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I grew up not watching this movie. We didn't have this one. And so my first time watching it was with you. And I remember thinking that it was a pretty good movie. And I think I would give it a B plus only because I just don't have the emotional connection. That's but fair. But it was I get a it. it was a solid movie. Solid yeah. B plus A minus. Absolutely. Absolutely. I dig All that. Right. Last one, which I was shocked to Find that this wasn't in the 90s renaissance, but it was in 1989. Ooh, right before. Right before. So in my opinion, I would rope it in, but we got to, for accuracy purposes. Right, 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 right. The Little Mermaid. This one's also an A. It's Mm -hmm. really good. Great story. The visualization is really pretty in the movie. Mm -hmm. Uh, They did a... This, you know, this is the first movie where they started making just... Excellent Disney movie after excellent Disney movie. And yeah, this one is a this one's an A for me. Yes. Yeah. A A plus. I don't know, somewhere in there. It is so brightly colorful. And I think that was one of the things that always drew me to it. Again, another one I would watch over and over as a kid. I think I grew up where she was my favorite princess. This this one also probably has the best villain. In the first however many years of Disney, right? Right. Ursula is a fantastic character. I Mm -hmm. love Ursula. Yeah, this is this is not that you ever really root for Ursula because you just know she's so bad, it seems like, but she's she's a really cool villain. Yeah, yeah, definitely. One of the most iconic villains. And her song is a banger. Yeah, absolutely, (laughs) absolutely. I mean, let's be real. But yeah, all of the music is amazing. I also just love 
how there are a bunch of like small little Easter eggs in it, like at the very beginning of the movie during the concert scene, if you pause it at a certain time, the crowd that's in the castle, you could see like Mickey in there. And so just small little details and it's, you have to pause it. It's not, they don't flash over it, but just little things like that, that the animators did just give you a whole new appreciation for that craft, especially at that time they were literally doing, I mean, like I said, but the animators that have paved the way from the beginning up until how they do it now, they were doing everything by hand and it just gives you that appreciation for it. And that was like one of the things that, yeah, for sure. Very impressive. Very impressive. And the beginning of the Renaissance. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, that was fun. Um, yeah. <laughs> With that being said. Yeah, we'll have to do this one for uh, post 1990s. Ooh, yeah, we'll just skip the 90s because you can just bet that we'll just give everything there an A+. Plus. I mean, you got... Hercules, Mulan. Aladdin. Lion King. Yeah. It goes on. They're all good. (laughs) All good. Um, Yeah. We'll do it post because that will be interesting too. But so for our next episode, it'll be released this week as well on our normal Thursday schedule. Thank you for being patient with us for skipping last week. It was just a lot. Coming back from our trip and then doing the tournament and then we were both just exhausted working a lot. So thanks for being patient, but we'll give you two episodes this week. So catch us back on Thursday. We're gonna be talking Rise of the Floodborne. Heck yeah, I am super excited for Rise of the Floodborne. There are so many sweet cards. Mm -hmm. Uh, I just cannot wait to play with them. Yeah, I'm super excited. And we'll talk about our experience this weekend playing with them for the first time. Heck yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, with that being said, guys, we hope you have a great day and we'll talk to you again on Thursday. Have a great day, guys.